0: two guys, two topics, two opinions. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Yeah, as far as my opinion, uh, you know, for training and training and and the six-week lead-in or whatever we call that period of time, they two different entities. And right. I don't believe that uh, players that have the availability and the opportunity to train should be, uh, that should be withheld from them. I think, you know, it's everything's in the best interest of the players, in my opinion. Uh, there's imbalances and inequities all across the board in the NCAA. I mean, facility-wise, recruiting bases, nothing's really equal when, when you really look at it. And so I would hate to see athletes just sitting around that you could be training and getting ready for the season uh, just because uh, other places aren't quite yet to that point. Now, the other side of that is I think that, you know, the lead in time to the season needs to be the same. You know, if you got six weeks, uh, seven weeks, whatever, I think that needs to be uh, mandated, but uh, I just don't like to see athletes that uh, would have the opportunity and have the clearance and the go ahead have to sit around and wait uh just because of where they live and, and like I said, there's you know we could debate all day long how much inequity there is in, in college football and and uh, you know that's just my opinion
1: of course, we've been uh, following uh, sports in the absence of sports and how it would possibly return throughout all of this, Gordon, in the various. Uh, you know, professional basketball and college football uh, mattering the most to us around here, of course. And uh, we've talked a lot about the NBA's possible return. Uh, but one thing is is really true, Gordon, and we're going to dive into this, is that it is going to be a lot easier for professional leagues to come back in some way, shape, or form than it is going to be for college athletics.
2: Yeah, there's... Uh, <laughs> I would agree with that. And uh, to make excuses, especially for the college guys, Pac-12 Commissioner Larry Scott said there's no playbook for this, Jake.
1: Which is true, which is and makes this really weird. And there's a piece in Sports Illustrated, SI.com, uh, written by Ross Dellinger and Pat Forty. And in fact, Ross is going to be on the show tomorrow. Uh, but they've done... Uh, um, basically a breakdown of how college football could come back, uh, what would have to happen. And it's not so much a breakdown as it is the opinions of the conference commissioners as they interviewed uh, basically all ten of them um from the P5 and the G5, and then actually it's 11 because they also, uh, the athletic director for Notre Dame, they interviewed him. Uh, But they got their thoughts on these nine different points, starting with, uh, for example, uh, number one is who's going to make the decision to restart on-campus training, and it goes on and on and on. And we can get into, uh, it's very thorough, and we can get into different parts, and it's, it's very interesting to see. Uh, the differing in opinions uh on all of this stuff but one where i think we should start uh gordon before you before you get to yeah, that yeah, yeah. i i was unaware until i read through this
2: stuff that uh that all those rep- representatives from all those leagues meet like
1: biweekly and not including BYU by the way i don't know if you if that stood out to you too but
2: i i just thought that was interesting that they that they get together and and uh, discuss the issues of of the day.
1: Which is great. and that
2: Doesn't mean of, they agree.
1: But they're at least talking. And it's mm-hmm. the Group of Five and the P5 uh, commissioners and Jack Swarbuck, right, the athletic director director at Notre Dame. I don't know. I'm sure the independents and Tom Homo would like to be represented on those calls. And maybe they are. I don't know. But uh, Yeah. Uh, These are comments from those involved. And, And let's fast forward a little bit, Gordon, to question number four. What if some schools can open and others, because of state governing orders, cannot? And uh, this is the let's get the opinions of Craig Thompson and Larry Scott because they're they're very much different. But I think that's a a huge topic in this part of the country in particular, given the way that uh, Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada uh, are kind of uh, uh, opening up or or not opening up, as the case may be, Uh, because these two commissioners, though, in pretty much the same footprint, Gordon, have very different opinions. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Here's what Craig Thompson had to say. He says, the sense I get, we would trend toward this. If states and universities are open and ready to play, we'll play with whoever is available. But that's not a final answer. I can't imagine a scenario from a Mountain West perspective where 12 different institutions in eight different states come to the same conclusions on when to reopen. We're all over the map. Which is exactly true. It is true. And he's kind of saying, you know what? It's going to be the Wild West because I don't see everybody getting together. Mm -hmm. Uh, Larry Scott said this, said, quote, I'm hopeful and optimistic that if our universities and conferences, with the benefit of medical expertise, determine it's safe for training camp to open in July and a season open in August, we are going to be able to do that nationally in a coordinated way. Then there was a follow-up question, Gordon, uh, that was, you're in the school of thought that all 130 FBS schools need to start on time for everyone to play. That's the question. Larry's answer, quote, yes. I'm cautiously optimistic that's what's going to happen, unquote.
2: I wonder why he thinks that. Or if he really does think that.
1: I don't don't know know how he... Craig
2: Thompson's being a little more realistic.
1: I don't know how Larry could think that, or even... Let me put it this way. That's a possibility. Sure. But what's what's the percentage of that going to happen? I mean, yeah. Craig Thompson is 100 percent right. You're you're coordinating politicians and health officials in how many different states. What are the odds that they're going to be on the same page about everything nationwide? It's fractured. There's no way. Right. Maybe I'm just being cynical about this, but I don't I don't see that happening in any way, shape or form. No way. Not with, th- Sorry. Go
2: I- ahead. I do think that the athletic directors and school presidents, many of them around the country, are determined to have football because they need the money. They need the money. And so I think they do agree on that. But what will the restrictions and the directives be? What will the attitude be in these various regions? I That seems like it's hard to predict at this point. And uh, they do say in here that there's more questions than answers. And these guys are guessing, I guess, if you want to say it that way. But I'm not sure I understand exactly where Larry Scott's coming from on that, that you're going to have that kind of universal thought.
1: I would guess that he doesn't want to he doesn't want to admit right now that they would proceed without the California schools because that would not be popular. And I mean, if you look at the way, you know, Washington's being a little bit more uh, restrictive, there are two schools up there. You know, so now you're looking at 6 out of your 12 institutions and so that's half the league. So he might be really weary about rocking the boat. Yeah. I, yeah, that sounds I think you're right. I mean, he's a politician. We've heard him talk for years. Not an elected one, of course, but he behaves like one. I mean, he he speaks like a politician. And that's a that's a real political answer, I think. Craig Thompson's much more See, Craig's taking the attitude that I think that everybody's going to have to take eventually in one way or another. That's, hey, we've got to be pragmatic about these things, and some things are going to be possible and some things are not. The consequences are dire, so we're going to have to put on our big boy pants and do what we possibly can. And if, it's, and if something's not possible, well, how can we operate under those parameters to get something done?
2: So I appreciate Craig Thompson's honesty. I do, too. And I know what you're talking about with Larry Scott and what he's doing. Yeah, the last thing he wants to do is is say, "Oh yeah, all the rest of us are going to join in." But those schools from California and who knows where else, uh, we'll, we'll just have to do, make do without you. Yeah. Okay.
1: Which is like I mean, listen to Mike Oresco's comments, Gordon, from the AAC in answering the same question. He says, if California is not playing football, but everyone else is, do we still play? My guess is we would play, (laughs) but that would create a real problem for the Pac-12 and the Mountain West, which have teams in California. I can't speak for them, but I don't think that would necessarily inhibit people from playing in the rest of the country. But it might mean not playing a game with a California team. It could get uncomfortable, and it could get messy if the governors can't get on the same page. And that's uh, what you're hope, uh, and that's what you're hoping happens. Well, why you'd okay, hope that But that that attitude is hilarious. That's like, well, if California can't play, I don't know. That stinks for the Pac-12, I guess. But we're looking good. <laughs> That's how it's going to be, though. That's Yeah, that's, this is the real issue here. Yeah, that's how it's is, going to be. Is, yeah,
2: funny. I mean, Larry Scott is talking about that bringing into a, a situation where everybody has to start at the same time. Uh, I, I don't even know if your schools are all going to agree that they want to start at all or that they can start at all. They all want to start. It, but, I, I mean... He seems like, I mean, Larry Scott just strikes me. At the times I've been part of interviews with him, he seems like he's whistling in the dark. He's just walking through, you know, what problem? You know, I, these other commissioners are bringing it strong and saying, yeah, this is this is very real. And then here's, here's the situation. And Larry Scott going, we'll, we'll all be together
1: well that's I, I that's know. what Larry Scott's hoping for because that's his best case scenario, and he just wasn't going to talk about uh, what what Potential lengths he problem. would he would yeah. go to yeah you're asking me how much more I would spend for my shoes, and I'm not going to answer that uh, to your satisfaction. Larry's not going to answer this to ours either how far he'd be willing to go because how long yeah. would he keep his job if he just truly disregarded the four California schools? That probably wouldn't be real good for his long term. Security. Unless he had their blessing somehow, which I'm sure they're not giving at least now. Not now.
2: Well, uh, I, I don't think you mentioned Bowlesby. Did you, Bob Bowlesby, what he said when he was asked, what if you have 40 states open and 10 are closed? Uh, let's see. Here's you Bowl- start playing football without the 10. And Bowlesby said, I think you probably start playing. Yep. That could actually happen within leagues as well. It's almost a more difficult question within leagues than on a national basis. There are places that are hot spots. The numbers in Dallas are continuing to climb. Our governor in Texas has proclaimed we're going to start opening up business and society. And he even acknowledges that there's a bit of a gamble with it. We're going to have to watch it too. We go back to practice and all of a sudden we have somebody test positive and we're going to be out of business.
1: Well, you've got to get to the point where you won't be out of business. I mean, you can't even start if that's, if that's the case. And we've heard people, uh, most notably Adam Silver, say that. So I don't know if I agree with Bolsby, But he is, you know, very bold with his opinion. You know, they're going to proceed. And they'll figure it out as it goes. And stragglers
2: be left behind.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what they're saying. And that's probably this what's is- going to happen in, in, some, in some respects. This is one of
2: the really interesting aspects to this whole process because people join leagues and they are part of associations because they feel protected in that environment. Well, this could come down to doggy dog
1: So we can get into more of this stuff as the show goes along. Uh, again, coming up uh, tomorrow, uh, we're going to have Ross Dellinger on the show. In fact, uh, confirmed time for tomorrow, Ross. Two thirty tomorrow. So at this time, we'll just be ra- wrapping up, likely with Ross Dellinger. Actually, I, I forget Gordon's on the interview too. So in about uh, ten minutes from now, tomorrow, we'll be wrapping up the interview. Crickets. Come on, that was funny. I didn't think it was that funny. I can hear him holding it back. I tell you, I miss. I miss. This sounds really, really weird and uh, and uh, creepy. But I miss looking at Gordon every day. Because then I can, because I, cause I makes one of us. I've, I've seen the facial expressions <laughs> enough that I can usually read what's going on there. I, m- I miss that.
2: So you're in touch with your feminine side. You're thinking like a woman.
1: Wait, how did you get there?
2: Because you like looking at me. Well, <laughs> oh, do you God. have to be a woman to like looking at you? It was a, that, that. Now that was humor, Jake. It was not humor. Suddenly Jake turns into this literalist, kind of like the pro bowler thing all over again. I didn't
1: even, nobody even got that. Oh, I thought it was pretty clear what I was saying. Uh, Hmm. Doesn't matter. Uh, all right. Um.
2: You know, the funny thing about this, this is one of the, something I've learned about humor is if certain people don't get it, it makes it that much more funny for those who do.
1: Okay. All right. Well, uh. Nobody out there uh, thought that was more funny.
2: (laughs) You're you're like San Diego State in the Mountain West. You're going to be left behind
1: want to remind you about our friends at RGS Exteriors and Construction. We're talking with our good friend Tim Brown. i all uh, show long here today. But, of course, uh, they are the best when it comes to anything with your exterior. Install or replace rain gutters, heat cables to prevent ice and snow buildup, gutter covers to stop leaves, a replacement of fascia, soft, uh, a soffit, install new brick, stone, and stucco. It goes on and on and on. Give them a call, 801-280-3110. That's 801-280-3110. More next, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone.